Hope FM, Faith-Filled Radio. Well, of course, uh, the church stands for uh, uh, living hope, although these are challenging days. And my very special uh, guest is Jim Finley, who's not a million miles away from the studio where I'm currently sat because he is the vicar of uh, St. Paul's uh, through. Good morning to you, Jim. Good morning, Blair. Good to be with you. Well, these are these are different days that, that we're, we're working in. Has it brought about huge changes for St. Paul's? Well, in many ways it has, yeah. We're... Um We've changed the way we operate, like every other church uh, across the land. We're, um, we've moved into the world of information technology. We have uh, a service on a Sunday morning um, that, that we, we broadcast via YouTube and our, web, our website. Uh, we meet uh, across um, Zoom for our prayer meetings. Uh, we meet on a Tuesday evening uh, and on a, on a Thursday morning for our live, our live prayer meetings. Um, and... Uh, we're, we're working out what it means to be a church uh, that operates via digital platforms, not forgetting those, of course, who can't access that. Um, there are still a number of uh, people who struggle. Um, and so we make sure we, we distribute worship materials to those uh, who can't access online material. So, uh, yeah, they're challenging times, but um, I think also important and um, and actually helpful times overall for the church because it's driving us into a way of operating that's broadening our reach and helping us to uh, connect with more people than we have for some time. I mean, you yourself, you were telling me that you, 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 you wouldn't have put yourself down as being an IT expert. <laughs> so have, you, have you been enjoying sort of learning all the... Well, things like... I mean, I'd never heard of Zoom myself until just recently. Now, now we're Zooming left, right and centre, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I feel more like a, a TV producer than a... Than, than a vicar at the moment, but it's 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 what's required of us right now. We do we do what's needed to uh, to help uh, promote God's glory and the kingdom of God. You know, it's, uh, it's 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 a strange calling, the calling of a vicar and where it leads you uh, in terms of ministry. But it's uh, yeah, certainly not an IT guy. Um, but I, I have to say, I think overall, I'm enjoying the challenge, um, and I hope it's proving fruitful for those who are connecting with us through. Uh, through our, our, our website and through uh, YouTube. I mean, one of the one of the very encouraging things, of course, Jim, is the fact that so many people who wouldn't actually normally go to church uh, are actually, uh, you know, tuning into these online services and so on. Are, are you finding that experience uh, is true over where you are as well? Yeah, yeah, we are. Um, I mean, I, I won't. Uh, I hesitate to claim uh, vast numbers because when you look at the, uh, you know, the, the analysis of these things, you don't know if someone, if one of the numbers on your your analysis is someone who's clicked in for a few seconds and thought, oh, I don't like this, I'm clearing off, yeah. um, or if, or if it's someone who is uh, who's staying with you for the whole service. Um, it's it's hard to measure that, um, and I, you know, I don't want to take hold of something that might not quite be the case, but there does seem to be uh, an increase in, in, in interest, an increase in engagement. Um, not least, I mean, speaking personally, if you don't mind me doing that for a moment, no, no, um, you know, I come, I, come from a, I come from a family that, that, that isn't Christian, uh, and uh, I got a, a Facebook message uh, from my brother who, who has always joked with me that like he could never walk through the door of a church in case he gets struck by lightning because he doesn't consider himself good enough. Um, but he sent me a Facebook message saying that he and his wife... Uh, sat and watched our Sunday service um, and was messaging about how brilliant it was, um, which blew me away, quite frankly, um, and and also deeply encouraged me. Um, So, yeah, there there is something going on, it would seem, uh, 
uh, where this this way we've been forced to operate is is producing fruit. It's yeah. a good thing. It's interesting that I mean God has. Uh, there's lots of debates about you know did God send the virus and is this judgment on the nation and I mean many many different different views. Um, what, what's your what's your own view uh, about it? Have, have you have you formed one? Are you are you still working working that out? I think I'm I, I'm, I'm working that out. Um, what I what I I commend to people is I mean there's a there's a book by John Lennox called Where Is God uh, in the Coronavirus that uh, it's a short book wouldn't take long to read um, and uh, he's a he's a professor of mathematics at Oxford University and an incredible uh, Christian preacher um, I'm not on commission for his book either but um, <laughs> uh, I, I did read it and 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 found that to be incredibly helpful. Um, in, in addressing where God is in, in the crisis. Um, and, you know, he talks about all kinds of things, about, uh, you know, how we're finding God alongside people in their struggles, where we're finding God um, and his provision for people who, who are, you know, struggling to put food on tables, etc. Um, there's evidence of God in the midst of this, uh, at work amongst his people and beyond his people. Um, also, I'd recommend uh, there was a, a tweet by the Bishop of Kensington, Graham Tomlin. Have a look at, at, at his response to that question about um, where God is in the coronavirus, and um, you know, looking looking at that question of you know, is this is this his judgment on us? Uh, and he has some interesting thoughts on that in, in relation to. Um, uh, understanding providence uh, and, and what that means um, and, and the theology behind it. He's, he's a very accessible writer and, and, and he answers that incredibly well. I'm still forming uh, forming a view on that. Um, could this be um, a judgment from God on, on, on people for the way we're treating the planet? Or I mean, these are all the things that are being banded around. You know, mm. you know, one of the ones that made me smile was uh, a tweet that said. Um, this is uh, God's way of sending us to our room to make us think about what we've done. Um, and, uh, you know, it made me smile, but there's a serious point to that. You know, the way we've been uh, living out our, our call to be stewards of this planet that he's gifted us um, it raises questions about, about how the world has been and how the world has ticked. And is he, is he saying to us, through this, sit back, look at what you're doing, and... Um, rethink rethink just take a time to rethink how we're we're using this incredible planet of ours and uh, and actually how we're using one another in the great economic system of our planet that's that drives some people to poverty and others to extreme wealth there's all kinds of questions that that arise from this mm-hmm. um that, that need serious theological reflection mm-hmm. um and i'd say i'm still in that uh, in that phase of reflection um but uh, can I see God in it? Yes, I can. Um, but I see God in it in a, in a positive way um, through how he's working amongst people, um, even, even in, in the most desperate of situations. And there are desperate situations, um, not least of which is people uh, when they're losing loved ones. Um, the, the grief and the pain of that is a terrible thing. And add to that the fact that they can't, they can't be with those people because the hospital doors are shut to any, any but the patients, uh, rightly so, because of because of the virus. Um, but then they're carrying that grief without having the opportunities for farewell. And even at funerals, that's difficult too, where there's a very limited number of people who can be there. Um, but, but God is at work in all of that through his people, bringing love, care, and compassion via different means. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that needs wrestling with. 
Um, and I don't think there are any easy, quick answers. What we need is, is, is proper theological reflection and uh, just to, to take all the questions seriously. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, as you say, I mean, clearly that, I mean, I guess none of us really can definitively say, you know, whether God and to what extent God is, is involved in this. For myself, I suppose, and I'm sure you're pretty much the same, I suppose what we know of the nature of God, you know, being good and always working for, for our, our, our good yeah. Um, it is something that we hold, of course, very, you know, very close. Have you had many people, you know, in in the parish, directly impacted by the virus? Um, we've had, um, you know, there's a number of people. I mean, one of the best examples would be um, John Pound's house, just around the corner for it. It's a it's a sheltered accommodation place, um, a series of flats there, and there. They were in contact with us when the virus kicked off. There's a lot of people in there who have those underlying health conditions uh, who are Im- impacted by what's going on with this virus. They, they're, they're afraid to go out, so they needed it, crucial medical pickups from pharmacies. They needed shopping done for them. Some of them just wanted a telephone call and some company um, just because they, they were feeling so cut off. So we, um, we as, as the virus began, we put out the phone number of the church saying to people if they wanted help with any of those three things, conversation, shopping, or prescription pickups. And we had a team of volunteers to do that. And we've had about, uh, around about 25, 30 people um, helping out. So we've attached a volunteer to a household to be the person to go and do their shopping, to go and collect their prescriptions, etc. Um, and so um, we've been in touch with those people in that way, you know, directly impacted by coronavirus. Um, the other way I've taken, I've taken some funerals, uh, and in those funerals, the virus has stopped even family members from being at the funeral um, because of the tight regulations around social distancing and uh, gathering of, of, of people, and some, some affected because some of the family members had symptoms. So the, the, there's, there's difficulty and impacts all the way around, um, whether it's day-to-day living or those big life moments like losing a loved one. Hope FM, Faith-Filled Radio. Of course, my very special guest is uh, Jim Findlay, who's actually going to be on the community now uh, tomorrow uh, uh, as well, uh, in from eleven o'clock as we talk uh, talk some more. But uh, we were talking a wee bit about uh, encouragement uh, there, Jim, and, and wonderful about your own brother. You know, giving you a phone call to say that for the first time he actually tunes in. It must have been quite quite a shock to you, realizing that him having said, you know, I would never darken the doors of a church uh, to to suddenly. Yeah, well, it was, yeah, to be be sort of in, really saying I love the service. Really, really, I shouldn't be saying it's a shock because you know I've been I've been praying for my family uh, for years um, that that they'd have a chance to uh, encounter the good news and, and uh, come to know Jesus. Um, and so you know I shouldn't be surprised that a faithful God has answered that prayer uh, in using this this new way that we're being church. Um, to reach to reach my brother, uh, you know. But, maybe, but, but somehow, every time it happens, we, we we express amazement that God's answered the prayer. But I my, I think that that's probably typical of all of us, Jim. You know, I mean, we've been praying. I mean, I pray for my kids and my family and my, you know, uh, my, my sort of broader family and just a general community. And then, of course, whenever all of a sudden you begin to get answers to those prayers, you think, woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God does work. Yeah. Yeah, which is great. I mean, I know that that one of the other amazing things is this, and we're going to play it in a moment. Is this new uh, uh, UK 
blessing song. Uh, when, when did you first, uh, you know, when was your attention brought to it? Well, it was. Uh, I think it was the week that it was re- it was released. There was a uh, kind of, uh, not surprisingly, an incredible um, furore around Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, with everybody saying, "Wow, have you heard this thing? Uh, it's amazing!" And I mean, it isn't it? It's an incredible piece of work. I mean, putting something together like that from all those churches, you know, that uh, pulls together you know, a picture of unity that, that that we we don't always see so readily across um, churches, across denominations. Um, across you know Christian Christian circles, um, sometimes they can be marked by a bit of fractiousness. But to have to have this um, uh, get to the heart of what of what Christianity, what the, what the church is about, which is holding out to the world um, God's heart to bless the world, to bless our nation, to bless our communities, to bless each one of us individually, to, to sort of pull that together. Um, in these days where they can't get together into a studio but have to do it remotely, recording in all those different places and then bringing it together and editing it together, that's an incredible work that Tim Hughes has pulled off with his team. Um, and uh, the, the end result is just astonishing. You know, Jesus prayed um, that, that we would know unity. And as we're talking about answers to prayer, there's, there's something that reaches into that, something that, 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 that helps in the answer to Jesus' own prayer for us to be unified in our witness to the world. Um, and in conveying to the world that God loves them and wants to bless them. Uh, it's just a powerful, powerful piece of music, um, not just because of the words of the song, which are incredible, but because of how it's come together uh, in, in this particular time for this season to, uh, to carry that message. Well, I know that it was uh, folks in, in in America that that sort of put the the initial lyrics together, and then Tim Hughes brought it together in in this country. He's just been commended by the Prime Minister, uh, which was quite, very yeah. very interesting here. So even Boris Johnson has viewed it and uh, and and been been touched uh, by sixty five churches, uh, uh, Jim, and other organisations, and from denominations, you know, right right across the board. I I think that what you're saying about the, being uh, you know sending out a message of unity it reminds me of Psalm 133. You know that uh, that, that that when brothers come together in unity, there the Lord commands a blessing, uh, and it, and it's yeah. also lovely that that so it's it's really a sung blessing over everybody, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and um, you know it's part of what's what's been drawing people. I don't know how many millions of hits that 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 song has had, but it's it's it's. It's drawn oh, in almost three million so many so people. Yeah, almost three million yeah, so far. Which is, which is incredible. You know, how long has the church, at, uh, you know, at any denomination, at any level, been able to claim, you know, that kind of interest in what it's doing? And and I think at least part of what's behind it is 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 the unity that it's conveying. You know, um, Jesus prays. You know, in John seventeen, may they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. You know. That, that unity speaks of God's love to the world, and um, you know that's that's His heart. You know, which brings me back to that question you asked before. Um, you know, God's heart isn't isn't to, to do us harm. His God's heart is to is to extend His love. Um, he's certainly using this time, that, that this blessing being an example of that. He's using this time for our good, um, and uh, you know. Unity speaks to that love that he has for us, and uh, I, my prayer is that you know songs like that UK blessing uh, and the, the the movement that's going across you know all different platforms of 
of social media and the internet in relation to churches reaching out in a new way. My prayer is that it that it touches people and it and it draws them to wherever. I don't I don't care what church they go to or or you know where they plug in, um, but it draws them to faith in Jesus Christ um, because that's that's the key thing. Um, uh, places and buildings. I know there's been great big arguments about you know churches being closed and whether they should be open or not. But you know places places isn't important. What's important is Jesus and people coming to know him, uh, to love him, and to follow him, uh, serving him in the world. And uh, that song um, is, is inspirational around that and, and will be a contributor to people stepping, stepping towards Jesus in that way. For more inspirational interviews, podcasts, and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.